you know? So, yeah. Look, you know, the other side, and I think this is a really important side, is the green revolution. Hey guys, don't forget to click the like and subscribe to my channel so you get notifications. And if you can press the notification, the bell, that would mean you'll get updates straight to your inbox so you know exactly when I'm going onto live streams, you know? And I think we're now going to see a lot more of this. Obviously, we've gone through a period, and in some ways, Trump did us a favor. Trump did us a favor because he was so anti-green revolution, so anti-climate change, that it almost created a stark contrast of actually, we don't want to be like Trump. We want to be like this. You know, and effectively what they're coming out with a 10-point plan. But you know what? Forget the detail here. The important thing is what you're starting to see is governments all around the world now starting to go, you know what? This is important. We need to start creating industries around green, you know, around climate, around all these sort of things. Um, we need to, you know, because if we don't, obviously then our children are screwed. And I don't know about you guys, but I've got four children. And I want to make sure that they've got a, you know, a, a reasonable world that they inherit, you know, that I didn't screw up. And that my parents, I'm not saying anything about my parents, but my parents' generation didn't screw up for them. And my parents' parents' generation didn't screw up for them um, because of our greed, you know. So I, I think we're starting to see more of this across all governments. And if anything, it's a good thing. Because actually, when you look at the, the, the political will with the technology and you put the two together it's entirely possible to turn around a lot of these issues. You know? And if you haven't, I encourage you to watch the, um, uh, I forgot the name, but the Richard, Richard Enborough, the, um, the special that he's just done. You know? Because it is eye-opening. Um, and you know, here's a guy who's, who has seen the effects of climate change and deforestation and you know, the thing we've done to the planet. And we can sit there and say it wasn't us you know, and make all sorts of things, but really that's just self-invested you know, self greed. You know, so yeah. Um, so, clean energies, another one. You know, clean energies. I mean, the amazing thing is, we already have the ability to capture all the carbon that we have actually released and store it. Yeah. Now, the interesting thing, you know, building power for carbon capture and storage infrastructure, and for me, that's the most important thing there. Yes, we can talk about you know um, hydrogen car, you know, carbon production, wind, uh, in a nuclear and alternate source of energy. But I think the interesting thing is that when we look at this and the carbon capture, basically carbon is because we've been burning all this oil, it's been releasing carbon, we now have the ability and we have the technology already to capture it. It's just that the cost to do that is cost prohibitive. The moment we start going, you know what, no, this is something we need to do, we just make it happen, you know, it's amazing the changes that we will make on this planet. You know, and we may be able to turn things around. And you know, there's a great book by, if you haven't read it, it's called Paul, I'll put a link in the description. It's um, by Paul Zane Pilser. It's quite an old book. I think it's in the 80s or 90s when I first read it. Paul Zane Pilser, it's called Unlimited Wealth. And one of the things he talks about, because I sort of, you know, econom economics is one of the sort of subjects that I loved. And the interesting thing was that economics is all about the study of the allocation of scarce resources. And that's, you know, first session of, you know, when I did it at school and university, that's what you learn about, yeah, the allocation of scarce resources. Paul Zane Pools' book, one of the things he challenges is the fact that, you know what, 
That's wrong and the basis of economics is wrong because you've got this thing called technology. And technology continuously comes to the, the solution of many of our problems. For instance, we had an oil crisis back in the 70s that said, we're running out of oil. We're, you know, at this rate, the rate we're burning, we're gonna lose oil, you know, run out of oil. And therefore, all civilization, civilization will stop, yeah? Then what happened? They come up with the carburetor, which made it X amount of times more efficient to run cars. And all of a sudden, the supply of oil, which was this much they thought to be, I mean, they've found more since then, but all of a sudden now, because of the carburetor, now it was effectively this much and there wasn't an oil crisis, okay? Um, and that, on that basis, and that, that whole thing is one of the reasons why I have a lot of faith that things are gonna get better. And I realize, you know, this is probably high level from, um, you know, uh, being a property investor, but I think it's important because I think as property investors, we also have a social responsibility. Okay, so the other side is that this, you know, they're putting 15 billion into high tech economy or high science. And the interesting thing is, and I learned this because some of our clients are actually, you know, I mean, you talk about, you know, being a, a, you know, a, rocket, a rocket scientist, you know, things like that. But the UK actually has, you know, massively world-class science and technology. Okay, so we've talked previously about the fact that you know there's there's tech tech and startup, you know, in London and there's Manchester and there's you know Birmingham that sort of places, but the reality is you know if you go to Derby, Derby I I think it is the av the highest second highest average wage outside of London. You go the hell's in Derby, but the reality is there's so many aerospace engineers there building engines for Rolls-Royce and nuclear power for the, so actually the UK has a lot of high tech jobs and they're not necessarily in London you know they're all around now some people might say hold on aerospace is dead because of the coronavirus because we're leaving the EU and you know therefore Airbus is going to say you know get lost we don't need you UK it's a you know EU initiative who knows what's going to happen there but the reality is we have a lot of talent there that isn't just gonna get up and, and leave, you know? So those sort of things, it's great that they're spending money in that, yeah? And I think that will, over time, play out in our favor. So yeah, guys, um, I think that's it for this week. If you've got no, no more questions, um, yeah, we'll leave it there. You know, don't forget, make sure you subscribe and click the, uh, the like button. And if you wanna be reminded of this, obviously we're coming to you every week at about 12.30 London time. 4.30 Middle East, and I think it's 8.30 uh, Singapore. Um, but yeah, by all means, you know, if you've got questions, you can go to webinars um, at uh, webinars at gladfish.com. Uh, sorry, yeah, gladfish.com. And I'm happy to answer those questions for you. But um, otherwise, if there's no other questions, guys, have a fantastic uh, day or night, depending on where you are in the world. And uh, yeah, look forward to chatting to you next week. All right, guys, see you later, bye.